super good friends. It's only natural, I suppose. But we're all super good friends. That's a call for them killers. We here with the super good friends. It's M. Lauren. Jam with two ends, double up, ho. <laughs> she's too high. She's too high. We got stuff. We got stuff. That was cute. I liked it. Oh my god. Did we still roll with this or part. what? The double up part. I'm cool with that. We got stuff. In London rain, we in the building. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh, girls, how was you guys this week? What's Man. going on? It was fine until now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a good space finally. You know, last week I had a bad week, but let me tell you what blessed me about last week. I didn't have to go to work. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, on the upside, last week I started more hours at a new job or with a job. So Ooh, wait. that's the opposite of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jen is high as fuck. I can't even tell us how she her week back was. On that work for her, Let me tell her you though. Week, she got back on that work. <sighs> Listen, we're me? just gonna call it a segue. Don't call it a segue. Oh my god. <laughs> It's just being cornier, guys. <laughs> I don't seat, appreciate but, being treated well, like this. I'm glad you learned how to whip the, the editing so that way right. <laughs> we can get in and out That's just going to sound awesome. But so that brings us to fucking workplace woes. That workplace bullshit. And I don't know. I know y'all are younger than me. I've been working now most of my life. Bitch, you act like you're 60. <laughs> <laughs> but literally okay you have three years I'm, everybody. I'm 32 I started working oh when I was 13 oh so yes I've been working the majority of my life she's a working woman but and it's March and it like women's history month or something it is ladies, women's history women. month and because we just came off of black history month is black women's history month oh let's call oh, it I that and we making black women history right now are we every day Every day, my queen. <laughs> but I'm the hotel dog. <laughs> you are Stay hotel tuned for more hotel chronicles. <laughs> chronicles. Let's hit chronicles. It. Oh <laughs> man, so I just okay. felt like it might be a little bit necessary. If y'all feel the way I feel about work, it's necessary to have conversations where we can just let loose. Okay. So I want to know though, on a very light note, what's your workplace no nos? Mm, I think we all can agree about the tuna thing. Warming up fish in the workplace lunch break room. Ooh. Especially if you don't have like your own office where you can warm that shit up yourself and do what you got to do. Yeah. Don't come to like the community space, warming fish, and then just bounce and leaving the fish smell lingering. Yeah, that's that bullshit. <laughs> that's some bullshit right there. Nobody know where the fish came from. You might start blaming people and then they get upset and they take it the wrong way. the crazy thing is is when people are just very blind to it like they literally don't know the sub the other day Mm -hmm. put um fish cakes or something a fish triangle or some shit in the microwave and me and a couple of kids are in there like we start smelling we're like what is that she's like oh it was just some fish and i'm thinking like hold on and you are proudly in front of all of these people putting (laughs) at least she told you at least she says like 
I can I don't eat microwave food. So that's number one. If I'm reheating what? food, it's in an oven. If she I can't put it in the oven, though. I'm not eating that shit. It doesn't taste good. So to put fish in there from yesterday to heat that shit up, you just nuked the fuck out of it. It's <laughs> in here. It's not gonna taste and good. And you know the she didn't even do gone. it properly. No, because no. there is a way to microwave fish, but to make it crunchy. I try not to do. I try not to take fish to work. I'll take tuna, but I don't eat hot tuna. I think people that eat hot tuna are strange. (laughs) (laughs) Some people do eat hot tuna, though. That's crazy. That's gross. Like, I can't do it. Why is it hot? That doesn't even make sense to me. Does not compute. I had a boyfriend that used to make tuna casseroles and, like, tuna helper. Ugh, gag me with a fucking spoon. But you know what else I hate? At motherfucking work. When you work in an open space or like a cubicle space and people like to talk on their fucking speakerphone. Why do you need to have a speakerphone conversation <laughs> and you can't close no they door? They hands. They at work. They don't fucking they need no hands. hands. They just obnoxious. <laughs> Up fucking noxious. I cannot stand that. If you don't pick the motherfucking phone up or get a headset, like... That's so rude. I don't want to hear your conversation. Because people will do that. Yeah, I don't have personal conversations around They will, yeah. I'm talking about people that have personal conversations about, you talking to your doctor or some shit. Like, no, you need to step out the room, have that conversation. Especially if you're going to be on speaker, go somewhere where you can close the door. True. That's so tacky. True. I can't think of nothing that really, truly bothers me at work other than going to work for other people. I feel that. <laughs> That's my worst workplace. Well, so eventually I have to not make that in my narrative no more, y'all. Let's yes, let's claim that into existence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> my workplace no no is when people pay more attention to you than they do to their job. Woo! I don't Shots like fire. <laughs> what is that? Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand the people who are focused on your every move, your every space, oh where you come, when you go, how many times you went to the bathroom. Like, Ooh. are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Why are you pressed about me? How are you getting work done? I don't done? care about and Are you getting paid to tell me this or we have the same role? Exactly. Like, right. If you're not getting an extra check, then don't give me <laughs> no leave extra me checkings. Can you <laughs> imagine? <laughs> can you imagine being so miserable in your own life that you sit at your job all day? Look at Paying attention to what Lurking. somebody else got going on, and then Roaches. having feelings about it. Right, feelings about it. The fuck. Lurking, like, like that's some bullshit. How dare people say hi to her when she walks in? <laughs> <laughs> no one said hi to me. Right, they didn't speak to me this morning. How dare people like her? <laughs> like niggas really be salty at you for living your damn life. Yeah. That's the worst. That's the worst. You know what workplace no nos is to mind your motherfucking business. That's not right. a. That's a yes yes. Do your job, and unless whatever I'm doing is affecting you from doing your job, mind your business. Yes. Okay. What about pet peeves at work? Like I have a major pet peeve. I hate. I will. I will want to fight somebody. Like this is something that makes me want to fight because we talked about fighting last week. Ooh. This is something that makes me want to put hands on you. Do not borrow an office supply. And not return it. Hold on. Mm. But not just an office supply, bitch. <laughs> but don't borrow one of my motherfucking pens. <laughs> I 
specially bought those pens for my office. They are multicolored. They are arranged by color. They are amazing pens to write with. I take pride in those pens. Don't borrow my goddamn pen and not return it. I will hunt your motherfucking ass down mm. like Liam Neeson. And Liam I know we don't really Neeson. fuck with Liam Neeson right now. I must have probably cancel him. Well, I don't know for nobody. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's a dude from Taken. But Why, what happened? I guess he said we, he don't like black people. He be hunting yeah. for him. So he what? Said, no, 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 no. That's she not true. Fake news, y'all. Fake, fake news. news. But he really did say that shit for real. He said some shit like. He said. Somebody hurt his family. Yeah, it was a black man, so he was looking for any black man oh, to I take the I shit out of him. So okay. he don't like yeah. black people. He be hunting him. So they like confirmed that I guess the like I said, whatever. It's the same shit I just said. Oh, but my me. thing is sorry Liam but not sorry but like yeah if you brought office supply like right now I have no tape dispenser why because somebody <laughs> took this shit off my desk and I never seen it again mm. and I should have put my fucking name on it but you know what I'll find a better tape dispenser but like don't borrow my office supplies but if you touch my pens bitch you're liable to get stabbed I got a pet peeve good yes and one of my jobs yeah I got hella jobs I'm out here but one of my jobs, people always steal my fucking name tag. Don't what? be me, bitch. I don't want you to be me. What? Like, ain't nobody at my job that can have my name tag. That's weird. We all just put our name tags on the back of the door when you leave so you don't forget them and mm-hmm. shit. It's just a little magnet. But motherfuckers be having my shit. And then when I go back to look for my name tag, I always got to get another one fucking made because motherfuckers steal it. And then like 20 minutes later, somebody's like, ah, oh, I just had your name tag on <laughs> No, bitch. That is so If you get in weird. trouble and they report my name, then I'm like, I wouldn't even hear that fucking day. But motherfuckers do be stealing name tags because they don't know where they're at. Just because you ain't got a name tag and you have to have a name tag on. So if all the names is back there and you ain't got one, you just you throw pick one who on. you like ultimately. And motherfuckers just, I guess they like me because there's some names that don't get picked. I have myself <laughs> stolen a name tag, I will admit. But only on a day when that person is not scheduled shift. Because why would I take your name tag and you're working today? That defeats the purpose of us using name tags. True. So true. that's a little backstory into why this could happen. But still, don't steal my shit when I have to work that day. And don't put it back. If you're going to steal me, please be good service. Yeah. And put my shit back. <laughs> my shit always be on somebody's locker, in somebody's purse, somebody laughing about it. That's oh, my pet peeve. Oh, hell no. Get off my fucking name tag. See, I'm not that friendly of a person. Like, I'm friendly. I think I'm polite. But you can't help it if they take that bitch. But, like, I'm not going to be cool about that shit. Yeah, They're going to no. take it. I'm taking mine home then if that's the case. Girl. If I come in and my name tag's not there. I'm you know how many I got at home and you forget? No. Mm-mm. I never forget my shit, though. Girl, I, I, really, I probably got about probably, 30 name tags I in my time. I probably only forgot to leave, like, grab my keys before I come to work. Keys? Because they stay in my purse. My, I keep my keys in my purse the entire time. All my work keys. Like, I just keep it. I don't care. It's the weekend. I'm out kicking yep. it and my keys are in my fucking purse because yeah, they're I not going keys in my purse. Yeah, I do the same thing. <laughs> but that's anywhere. keys. The ID for your part-time job that you only be there two times Girl, a week. That in your wallet. Leave that shit on the back of the door at your job because you only going to be there two times a week. Well, then don't oh, complain when people right. wear your name back. <laughs> I just don't want, I just wanted to put them bitches back. That's my pet peeve. Okay. You have the shit. Just put the okay, shit back. Okay, you can rob, but put it back. You feel me? Like, I got Put you. my shit back and give good customer service. Like I said, if a nigga mm-hmm. report Sade for doing some shit, bitch, and I wasn't scheduled on Wednesday night, what the fuck? That ain't me. Who was it? I know that's right. Run me the tapes. Same thing here. If you bring your use, pen back, if you gonna use my motherfucking pen, you better back. use it for good, bitch. Don't be writing up no faulty reports with my pens, bitch. Don't be falsifying time sheets with my pens. Period. <laughs> Do good with my pen okay. and then give it back. <laughs> No, nah, for real, for real. Especially your name, though. Like, come on now. You don't even look like you would be that name. Some names you just don't think you would be like. Think like a white it. girl with blonde hair being, yeah. Yeah. Right. I and really, that. for real, when I take people's name tag, I only take the boys' names. Because I'm just I'm trying to be funny. 
Like, well, shit, I'm Nate today. Nate. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Nate. Then your name could be Natanya. <laughs> nope. It's Nate. And they clearly know, like, bitch, your name ain't no fucking Nate. So, they be like, yeah, I forgot my name tag. You know, <laughs> we gotta have a name tag. Yeah. Next. You know what? Thank you, next. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, next. You know what is especially a... a I don't even know if it's a pet peeve, but it's like most pet peeves happen in these arenas when you are the black person that works in a mostly white company or organization. Mm. Like you, you may be the only, or you may be one of the only few, but odds are, if it is, it's a little sprinkle, like a naked chocolate chip cookie and it's white people everywhere. And you... (laughs) gotta do your fucking job i don't agree with that terminology because technically the chocolate chip cookie dough is still of color that's like a sugar cookie for real okay whatever the case may be somebody said that to me that was hispanic and they was like well how about this a few specks of pepper and some grits how about Mm. that okay we a few specks of pepper and some grits and and we all know what it's like to be in those environments Mm -hmm. and and white people, white people, especially hard when they're around black people. Especially when they're around black people, they deem to be safe. What's they, safe? Like a safe white person is, I'm sorry, a safe black person is a, a person that white people feel like they could go to the bar out and hang out with. They could bring around their family and invite them to a a, a, a barbecue <laughs> on their patty, you're on their deck. Black. You're, you're not, not aggressively black. Like you, yeah, like you're <laughs> safe like oh. you seem nice and you're cheerful oh and you would never yell or you know what i'm saying like those kind of blacks which we all know that black people come in all but for white people okay so a safe black so you know how white people do and they I be do. doing the shit so so y'all have both people. worked in these like predominantly white environments right or went to school in predominantly white schools settings i have my whole life so you know what the funniest one, but this is the this is the best one. This is one that I can just. This is a microaggression, but I, do y'all know what microaggressions are? Mm-hmm. Okay, correct. Do I? Okay, I was about to hey. Well, if the listeners don't know what a microaggression is, a microaggression is something that is very very small that can be said or done to a person. And um, it comes from a triggers, little baby triggers. Yeah, baby triggers. I like that. Baby triggers, and they stem from a place of racism or sexism, et cetera, et cetera. So one of them that I kind of enjoy sometimes is when you get a new hairstyle. <laughs> you walk in. Last time you walked into work, you had a bob, and then this week you walk in and you got a head full of braids. And white people are so astonished. <laughs> And it's like it's 2019. You ain't you haven't figured out by now that <laughs> what weave is what weave is what wigs are. Wear that shit. Christina Aguilera used to wear that. White shit. girls wear lace fronts like and they don't know. right, like they my God, act. Jasmine. <laughs> How did you get your hair to grow that fast? Last week you had a bob, and that was just the cutest little thing. They, oh my God, you get a new hairdo, they can't get, oh my God, you look so beautiful. I just can't get over it. I just, oh my God. <sighs> but this is the thing. You can look, but you cannot touch. Uh, can I get an amen? Oh my God. <laughs> I haven't had a white person reach out and touch my hair in a while, for real. So I'm very thankful for the last couple of years of my life. 
but it has happened. Same. It has happened. So um, that's a little bit of progress for y'all. I don't know if y'all just think we about to beat y'all ass off, rip all the time. I hope so. Or I hope that's what they think. Somebody told them like y'all can't just be going around trying to grab on black girls' hairs. So I mean, I haven't had that happen to me. But you're right. I don't like that shit. That shit is weird. It's just yeah. I told myself a lot. Next person that tried to touch my hair, I was going for their boobs. Oh, I feel like that's an equal exchange. Woo. Because if somebody try to grab my tit, I'm like, what the fuck are you on, bitch? What the fuck? Ooh-wee. I think that's what a white girl can relate because to. Because either way, it's a violation of my personal motherfucking space in my body. Period. <laughs> I agree. Another thing that bothers for me for being black in a white predominant place is when you do want to turn up, you got to kind of gauge your turn up. Because if you get so angry or so mad, now it's like, oh shit, she about to snap. Something about to happen. It's the angry black woman about to come out. And how it's like, black am I going to have to get? Ultimately, how black do you got to be? It's like the turn up is, I don't know. What type of turn up is it? Is we had a kickback or is we going full throttle at a little Uzi Vert concert? You Ooh. feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really fucking know. Is it a know. mosh pit? <laughs> might be mosh pit oh sometimes. My. Or sometimes you want it to be a mosh pit, but you like, damn, am I really about to lose my job? Right. Or nobody gonna talk to me now because I'm the mean black girl and you just lost all your friends. The white people that was cool with you, they just like, I'm gonna avoid her. Ah, fuck that. I don't that care about sucks. them people. <laughs> I feel you don't. You don't care about them, but if you're at work, your, your day ain't gonna be pleasant no more because nobody talks to you. Mm-hmm. You really are just gonna be like, these motherfuckers exiled me. But you know what? No matter what it is that you do, no matter how far you go, you always gonna be what? The angry black woman. Yep. You don't even, you could be doing something super mild. Like, uh, hey, Bob, can I have a conversation with you? Who is white name? That'd be Bob. All right. (laughs) Side note, we got to upgrade our white name choices. All right. Now they be be named like gray and lavender or something. White people be having gray and lavender. No. They be Um, weird. Okay. Do y'all want to call them Chris? Because it's a lot of white Chris's. I feel like Chris is a black name. I would never refer to Chris as a white name. White name Landon. A Landon works. Let's go with Landon. Landon sounds like he's six years old. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Think about it. Landon, this scenario, why we say Bob or John? But Bob yeah. is like the old or ass Bill, white man that's bald with the hair patches on his side and pink. I feel like Hank. I don't think this no, is not no, the type no, of niggas like that go to my job. Scott. Scott. We'll go with Scott. Mm, okay. Y'all don't want to go with Scott? Scott, Stella. no. Peter's too old. Scott no. is kind of okay. But them other names is really not the white men. Let me tell you no what. Them I said, is fat let me and tell you why bread. I said Landon. Because I think Landon, Landon is, nice. is the guy who's dad just retired and he took his job as CEO and took over the company yeah. but he's only 23 and he thinks that he's better than everybody. He's like the hipster type. It's like, Landon. I know what's lit, And Jennifer. let me tell you about okay. bitch ass Landon. We have been in lit situations. He be trying to be Lituations. Tired. He say shit like that. That's Landon. It's a lituation! <laughs> Hopefully he don't sound like that. Landon that's probably what he sounds like. We better not class than that. But that guy, the one that might have a supreme tea on at the work party. <laughs> Him. I cop the Yeezys, Ooh, I but I don't wear them at work because you know they're Yeezys. That's no, lame. I, I, I don't. I've never worked with those type of people. Those are, are. I feel like those are the white people I meet now. I don't meet Bobs anymore. I don't meet those well, old niggas that the be point, pissing me off. Spaces, they do be. Bobs. They do be Bobs. The <laughs> point that I'm making is, if I'm you go and men. say a good morning, Bob. I would like to speak to you privately, please. And you go back and Bob, like, okay, sure, let's chat. 
and then you say, Bob, yesterday such and such and such <laughs> happened, and I did not appreciate that you did not stand up for me or whatever. He gonna be like when he retell the story. Oh, she was raging mad. Raging. She was a huge at Jemima nigger. Like <laughs> he, <was laughs> nigger. he gonna I am shocked in a He's gonna make That's you why I feel out like Landon to be the crazy. Oh, it's okay. But mm-hmm. then never do anything about it. And that's what's Oh, I've worked with those before. Landon. He's going to be like, I'm there. so sorry that happened to you. I hope that it never happened. I'll make sure I talk to her. But never nothing's ever happened. That conversation both. never leaves the room. Oh, ever. you know what? You know what the it's best ages. one is? That's, that's, what, that's what matters. The first Maybe that's what Bobby versus Landon is. I agree. Like Landon is like the younger new intro. Okay. Yes. Maybe I just deal with more Landon there. And then there is a culmination of the both of those Boblin. guys. Boblin. Boblin. Yep, Boblin. Boblin, bitch ass <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Listen, because y'all know, okay, my feelings about white people are very strong. Mm. Talk about we it. All are very strong. And, That's and the clip we need. Talk I, about it. <laughs> I believe that my feelings about white people are strong because I have always been in predominantly white environments. All of like most of my schooling was predominantly Girl. white. All of my college, university, and master's experience was predominantly white. And it wasn't until I got out of school and started working in, in um, high schools that I started to be around more black environments. And I am fed the fuck up. I feel you. We know I'm more tired about of white Bob, people than we probably I'm tired of Landon's. People. I'm tired of Boblins and I'm tired Jessica, of all of the Jessicas. I'm tired of the Barbaras. Shout out to Barbara from last episode. Um, I don't know if y'all recall, but <laughs> London called one of the the old white biddies in her scenario, Barbara. So shout out to Barbara. But we don't have time for none of that shit. Like I all the I ones can't that happen to it. be white versus white. That's who Barbara was? Hannah. I don't know. Oh, I, don't I feel remember. you. The difference between the barbs. I feel you. I got a white bitch named Barb. I fuck with it. She's that kind of barb. She and, do be on trash sometimes. And you check know what self. it is, though? They all just need to check themselves, though. So that's yeah. what it comes down to. If they I did that little, like, man, am I acting white or am I just acting right? Oh, I like that. I like that. That's they what they need to do. They'll never check themselves because they really, truly don't understand <laughs> they what's white going on. is right. They just don't get it. They just don't. And they don't have to get it because they privileged not to. But that's another topic for another day that could, we could talk about for years. But the thing when, when you talk about like angry black women goes back to like a feeling of not being heard, like a feeling of being just there or like the other day, um, a science class, they were watching the what's the movie with Taraji and science class the, oh, hidden, figures. hidden figures they were watching oh, hidden I was figures. About to say. have y'all seen that <laughs> no, yeah seen okay what's really good but there's a part in the movie where um that they were watching and she's the one lone black woman mm-hmm. in a sea of of white men mm-hmm and whenever she would try to speak up and talk about her ideas and stuff, it was like they would just talk all over. They didn't, they didn't even acknowledge her. They just talked all over. And finally, she got fed up and was like, hey, y'all gonna listen to me? God damn it. Especially because I'm right, bitch. The fuck? Right. I've been struggling. And she was right as fuck, right? right? So that's how it feels a lot of times when you are a black person working in a predominantly white environment. And I think it doesn't matter if they're men or women. I agree because sometimes you think you have an ally. You tell your ally, they give the, the ally says the idea, and then the idea is heard. So it's like 
even if you think you're being heard, your voice is stolen now because the only way they would have got through to the bigger channels is through your ally, who ain't really your ally. It's just the Barbaras, you know? So it, I, I agree. Black women don't be getting hurt. Not even just black women, but black men too. I'm sure there's hella guys out here in positions and they be they don't be getting in promotions just because they getting spooked over. Or what's that one episode we seen where it's like... uh. You know you're capable to take the project on, but the man steps up and is like, "Oh, I I can do that." And yeah. You're like, oh, but I literally I I was oh, actually that was speaking insecure. On this shit. Yeah. You feel me? Like stuff like that happens being just black. I mean, in that case, it was woman over the man, but in the situation that a lot of things like that happen for just black people, like or being black and you get have to do all the fucking work because they know your black ass got a good work ethic because mm-hmm. you're trying to keep your job. So now you the one doing all the fucking work and it's like, what the fuck? Like, why am I doing all the work? Why everybody else ain't matching my shit? I feel like I hear that a lot from a lot of black people. They feel like in their job when they are the black person, mm-hmm. the sole figure, it's like, oh, they already expect you to be lazy so you got shit to prove for yourself outside of this work shit that you go over and beyond and notice that. They they start noticing you going over and beyond so now they start slacking. I think that's another unfortunate event for me. That's crazy. That's definitely happened to me at school okay. in, in classes like doing projects and shit but not at work. Good. But not good for school, but I'm just saying. Not, yeah, no. Nah. It's good that it didn't But transition. it's cool because, hey, I got my A. I don't give a fuck about what you're doing. Okay. I think more so um, when race comes into plays in when it, in the workspaces for, like, um, younger black men that are going into the work field who are used to only being around other black people. Mm-hmm. So when they go and they work in white environments and them being men that are dealing with other men because men are the white men in um, positions of power. They take that shit to a whole yeah i'm sure i can only imagine my man so it's like i always feel for the young black men who are like late teenagers early 20s and they're getting like most of those temp service jobs like factory jobs girl that'd be late 20s early 30s too because of the same situation and they're just trying to like maintain and like make a living make a life for themselves and like for real for real they be doing hella like hardcore major labor Mm-hmm. working for these white men and those white men talk shit to them all fucking day all day and if you are the type of black man that i uh, that the way in which i look at them i feel like they all they're alpha males so like that shit is like it's, it's almost um it's like a kick to their ego for real so like do you stay and allow this person to treat you like shit and know what you got going on so you right. can take care of what you got to take care mm-hmm. of or do you say step up and actually do something about it and then when they do of course no matter fired. how they handle the situation <laughs> they're gonna get fucking fired yep, like because you spoke gonna, back you, you talk back, back like, to how me. fucking dare you mm-hmm. like how dare you like uh, yep. hand that feeds you, you not fucking... to mention they gotta cut their beards to get your job no, cut their hair to get hair, your job man, stuff that they probably have lavish beautiful shit and now i gotta get a job you have that... to assimilate just to fucking get a and i get check. fired in two weeks so right. i cut my fucking hair for what or you've been working as like a temporary employee for the and they don't hire you to fuck in that's that bullshit too for absolutely no reason though just to keep you to keep from having to to pay you benefits Mm -hmm. and give you benefits if i don't have to supply you with insurance and all these other things hell no i'm not about to keep employing you i mean it's fucked up like that shit crazy because that shit translates into their personal lives as well and back to their family it's crazy because you know black women definitely have it hard they're not they're misrepresented and they're not um 
respected and taken care of in the way that they should be. But the black man does go through a lot of struggles when it oh, comes to dealing with these white people. That's that setup, though. That's, 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 that's the break of our are, family. Are able to deal with yep. white people a little bit more than the black man is able to, and it's just because of the way in which they are viewed by the by the white man yeah. and by the white woman. Like, and the white woman is so like captivated by the black man, but she don't want to let her white man know that. So in any way that she can, like belittle him in front of a, a, a white, white man, man yep. she takes that shit every trip. It's hard out here for yeah. black people, man. Black people it do is. got it bad, but I will say at this current plight, I feel like black men got it the worst. The worst. I will have to agree with that. Because black women, we've we been down, but they down, down. They down, down. And we don't even be helping them no more. Not all of us, but a lot of us is like, oh, I can do this shit myself. You know, like some of us have got caught up in that realm and i think that goes into the workplace bullshit you feel me like based off the man not being able to provide a lot of women have decided that this is i'll have to be the provider which you have to do out of survival but it does push that to the side a lot i feel it i feel like there that people probably feel disbalanced if i don't even know if that's a word it is now but yeah people probably feel unbalanced because there was a time when like women were not in the workplace and now less jobs when, for them too. Yeah. More women means less men. Exactly. And now women are leading in so many areas above men in academia and in so many different career areas. Like I I feel like it's it probably is also interesting for a man, like a black man, to be working under a black woman but i would love to see the dynamic between like a a white guy working under a black woman who i think that'll work because that's always set up in society to work to me i feel like the opposites always are set up in society to work it's always like what if the black man was under the black woman that's something that we don't normally see but i feel like when we see interracial partners even in like tv shows movies or just society i mean i feel like it is the white man with the black woman i think what did um some actor that got a black wife said that black women are mature they know how to handle your finances they know what's best at heart for you this is what this white man is saying about his black wife mm-hmm. and he was like that's why i would choose the black woman so it made me think like okay although you're saying this about your wife this is what you think about black women like in you, general these are like the things you are like oh so they're they're for their man even when their man doesn't even need them you know like doesn't want to be for them so him translating that over i feel like they always pair those companions up and they work it would be interesting to see the dynamic of being the white man not being at the most of power state mm-hmm. but i feel like it would still succeed because the black woman on top and also the white man gonna be swooned and he gonna be like i gotta do everything she says because she's wonderful i love her <laughs> and that sounds like a landing to me but a bob i don't think bob, bob would quit no, Bob a, wouldn't make it at all. Bob would quit. <laughs> John Smith. I feel like Bob would quit. He'd be like, actually not, not working with her. As soon as I'm she came in, yeah, yes, he'd be he's putting not his staying. two weeks. I think Bob is detriment because he ain't got no money saved. When a black woman come in, and what kind of black woman are we talking? Because it's a different type of black woman. It's old. He might be yes. willing to stay with the light, the light skinned, fairly pale woman. Uh-huh. He might be able to stay because then he might be like, I can yell at her. But then he might be mad if she even had curly hair. Now he can be like, ask her. Uh, Afro, Afro, hell no, Afro, Afro. (laughs) I feel like that take that that goes back to that hairstyle thing. I feel like that that shows your character at a lot of jobs as well. 
I was oh, when yeah. I was getting fresh out of college, applying for certain art jobs. I had natural hair at the time. I still got natural hair, but I was wearing it in its natural form. So my fro twist out, all that type of stuff. Um, I had a lot of people who were kind of just like, "Oh yeah, you're a great candidate." Interview was nice. Blah, blah, blah. Um, do you want your hair twisted or braided or pinned up at any points? And I'm thinking like what that's crazy but the funny part is they had someone of color ask me these questions so it was like the next interview on mm-hmm. and i'm thinking like oh yeah i do all type of stuff in my hair you know i just might you know i'm thinking she just asking off off the random but it really came down to like well we kind of require kept hair and so i'm like oh i'm good like yeah absolutely not because i don't want to be somewhere where you think that the hair that grows out of my head and the way that it looks is not kept and everything's good with me, and y'all send this color person right here to talk to me about my because hair. y'all want me to look like a safe black person. You so, want me to look like a black person that white people are not afraid of, and that I'm not your token. And that goes good to with what next? What they ain't got no boundaries. The fact that you would even think that you could say that to somebody is some mm-hmm. out of bound shit. Like never should you even send. Why? I don't even know. Like I would have felt some type of way if I was that person that had to go in there and talk to the person. Like. Um, can you straighten your hair to work? Can you, you know, like I would have done I literally would be like, I, don't, I can't do that. Like, you need to go tell them. So, I mean, I don't even know what kind of position they put that person in to even talk about that. We've talked about no boundaries. Boundaries? So, when I think of white people and their boundaries, you know what I think of? When you're sitting in the lunchroom with Kathy and she done gave you the whole rundown about her grandson's <laughs> illness. You know all about her uncle with the club foot. You have every piece of information about her and her husband's fight from two weeks ago. I mean, they will tell you (laughs) anything, literally any and everything about their lives. When I say white people don't have boundaries, they don't have no boundaries because they have no shame. They be touching (laughs) you. Oh, they do like to touch. Mm-mm. I don't want to be touched. I don't you know, know what? touched by my black coworkers for real. So it ain't even know just the white people. It's just I really don't want to be touched by y'all. Like, let me tell you what it is that I don't like. I don't like when I when other people's hair is on me. I girls. hate when white, white girls, people. It's always shit. This girl was in front of me at a concert Why or something. She kept playing with so her much. hair, and I told her, I said, "Stop flicking your nasty ass hair back here, <laughs> because I don't want your blonde ass How strands the hair all on my all clothes." Beautiful is attached to the head, but as soon as it becomes detached it's from nasty. the body, it's like Ew, it's disgusting. Hair. I'm sorry, like I don't want your hair, and <laughs> I especially don't want nobody else hair on me. Almost, but it's not. It's right. It's but people just hate hair, Daryl. Any hair. Hair that's loose it's just like oh no it's just don't i don't want to be touched by your hair that's too intimate <laughs> i don't know your hair they be doing a hair <laughs> your hair but they be the doing potential. a hair thing and it hits you you be like what the oh fuck? this girl hit me with her hair a couple times i said if this little strawberry bitch move her hair one more time i'm gonna pop her in the head <laughs> i finally just moved i just moved but i don't like that because hair is nasty your hair could have more germs in it than your hands got on at that time because you're not washing your hair every 15 minutes but you probably gonna wash your hands pretty often that shit that's nasty shit they wash their hair but you know what it is (laughs) then after you tell them i don't want your nasty ass hair on me what they do why what did my hair do to you oh my god i didn't mean to offend you oh my god (laughs) uh listen white women 
and their tears have no place or use in my life. And I won't even just say white women. I say all white people tears. I had seen this coffee cup once, and I tried to buy that bitch, but it was sold out. It just said white people tears on it. And I was about to be like, yes, I'm about to Hell this yeah. to my motherfucking job. This is my joy job. So I'll be around them because I got time, and that shit would be hilarious. But that bitch sold out. So I might have to make them make me a white people tears cup. They be crying about the dumbest shit. Today, I be on this. Okay, so y'all, I'm a vegan. I don't know if everybody know that or whatever. But I be on this page where they be talking about vegan shit. And these motherfuckers literally be in this bitch crying about all types of shit. And my black ass be like, are you serious? And they think that I ain't about to go there and be like, nigga, I'm at home. My kid is asleep. I got time right now. We gonna have this argument and you gonna be like, so you care more about this restaurant that serves this type of food because what? Versus some other shit? Like, vegans... The real vegan people that be like, you know how they, the stereotypical vegan, them motherfuckers are the worst motherfuckers to argue with. They be crying. They be so mad at you. And then you be like, all right, boo. And they be like, I am not your boo. Like, okay, sis, calm down. Sis, you wish I was your sis. I'm like, all right, I'm good. You a white woman and you a vegan? You got time too, bitch. Like, she at her house like, come on, girl. Right, because you know she ain't got no goddamn job. She a stay-at-home mom full time. And she, she done already went home. off of her walk through the neighborhood she with the other girls. She had time for me. Talking about, I am not your sister. Bitch, you having a glass of wine at 10 a.m. you bitch. That's why I called your ass sis. If we were sisters, <laughs> I'd have called you that. I can't believe this bitch was like, oh, boo, you wish. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then I clicked this bitch page. You know how you be on Facebook. I clicked this bitch page. She got the nerd to have Barack Obama family as her cover picture. Oh, hell no. I'm like, oh, you one of those white bitches. Okay. Yeah. So you clearly know what I meant to when I I'm you, not boo. your sis. When I said, okay, boo, that mean I was dismissing you, ho. I'm done with this She knew what that shit meant. Yeah, you did with your black ass person. Because you, you know she got a, a, a dude and named Rodney. haircut. She had to cut. She had to she cut. cut. Short in the back with a little Rihanna, early Rihanna, white woman blonde shit. Mm. And she, I spoke with Apple Care. All the tears, <laughs> all the tears, all the tears, bruh. The whole Facebook was wet, wet, what Facebook? Ew. That sounds gross. That's not like poor <laughs> Facebook. Like every you got to be naked to be on there. That's you an idea for one of you nasty motherfuckers. Wet Facebook. All right, y'all. Fuck white people. I'm tired of talking about them. So what you want to talk about? Working with niggas. <laughs> and okay and let me preface this by saying this niggas. that working with niggas and working in a mostly black environment can <laughs> but it's not always the same thing pay attention to how she said it though <laughs> she said niggas <laughs> working in an all black environment <laughs> because though they can be two separate things but they can be the same thing no like i would say that most mostly black environments are like any other job. Yeah, about 80%. But th- yeah, but there are some that are nigga environments. That 20%. Okay, that's that 20% where it ain't nothing but niggas working there doing nigga shit. <laughs> Getting on your... And, and it's cool like if you a customer or something. Cause no, you got, you not don't even sometimes deal. because sometimes well, yeah. the customers are getting shitted on too. Well, this is true, but like, Living if you only got to deal with them like a couple times, like maybe it's a store or something. Okay. You're like, okay, I'm dealing with I'm this one time, chance. like whatever. But like, that's cool. Like that might be okay or whatever, but working Employee. in a, in a nigga environment, nigga environment is a whole nother story. What's your personal story? <laughs> The nigga environments I have lived in, um, one of the most annoying things about them is that don't like literally everything is on CP time. 
Nothing starts on time. Everything is last minute. They want to do a big ass program, but they going to tell you 10 days before. <laughs> or <laughs> or they show up and everything is planned out, but nobody knows what's going on except the person that planned it. And of course, they late. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, hey, where, where's Charmaine? Where's Charmaine? And Charmaine ain't nowhere to be found. Charmaine on the she highway. She just got in the car. She Listen. Got, she like, make sure I have everything. She had right. to make sure her face was beat. Pretty much. I'm telling you, like, th- those are the type of, like, that's one of the, like, major type of nigga things that happens. But that's cool with me because I'm never punctual. So it don't really bother me all like that. I don't know how. Because time is, you know, uh, time is not money. real, for real. I was going to say it ain't real. Oh, <laughs> Time ain't real for real, but I I feel some type of way when we have planned something at a certain time and it's our job and shit ain't there because yeah. it's our job, you know, like it's our job, like our we job. getting paid to do this. We should <laughs> do it our right. Job. I mean, and if you especially, I mean, maybe if they own the company, it could be different. Different. Look at me, <laughs> this nigga shit. Different, but I don't know. I I get that's one of my pet peeves is being like even with black people. I guess I never worked in the all black environment but i've worked in a company where it was all black people currently so i mean i guess that's like at that current time in my life it was all black people employed black mm-hmm. managers black supervisors black employees you know and it was some nigga shit happening like niggas like oh you went over your hours this week we're gonna just put them on the next check like that's yeah. looking out but yeah that's but it nigga is shit like is girl you lost your job for that shit because you start putting other checks and you know like you can't be doing shit like that so i guess i ain't really i i really don't got a nigger environment a nigger experience. <laughs> I don't. Mine's more so working with black people, which it still be like the programs ain't so updated. We late about shit. Oh my gosh, our the website lack of don't really work for real. Mm-hmm. It's like you go to the website and some of the links don't work, and it's like how I'm supposed to pay now and the pay now link don't work. Out of all the links, that's the one that should work. So True those that. is my woes dealing with black environment, black workplaces, working with niggas. This is my first experience actually working with black people. Like all of the jobs I have had, my coworkers are white. And I'm irritated every fucking day. I'm <laughs> <laughs> being tried at all times. So you like working time. with black people more than um, you like working with white people or you want a diverse set? I would probably, I, w- I would like a diverse set just because that's what I'm used to mm-hmm. being where I'm from. But I don't, I don't mind, I, I like working with the amount of black people that I work with, but I feel like it's so much of like a cousin environment that it's like almost too much of cousin environment. not enough things are being taken care of how they should. Like it's just, it's almost too lax. And then in the areas that it's not lax, it's just because people are being haters and are nosy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, it, so that's the part that's like irritating to me of working um, with black people is when it's like the cousin. Yeah. Cousins, yeah, going on, but right. outside of that, like it's so much better than working with the white people. Oh, it's always it going to be so better. I feel like better. even the nigga situations will ultimately even the nigga situations because at least y'all can laugh together. Yeah, because I mean, at least you would know what the fuck I'm talking about when I come in and be like, "Hey, you seen this new video?" And <laughs> no, I don't really know. I don't listen to that shit. You know, like you'll mm. never have to run into that shit. So even if them niggas suck at work. They probably got a bag on them. Y'all might smoke afterward. You might meet somebody you like that likes the same music as you like. Because they is black, you could probably potentially hang out with them after work. I feel like in my white, predominantly white jobs, I don't be linking up with them ever. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even comfortable in those jobs. Like, if you Ever. talk to me and I catch a vibe with you, then, like... That's cool, but I'm not initiating but, friendship, yeah, but I, no. I, I, we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it's very rare. Like, the it's Mm-mm. funny to me because I've always been in white environments, and I've never had a true white friend 
ain't no such thing. It's not. It's not. But when I say like, I've had some like people like at work that I'm like super cool with, and we might like text or something like that, but we not like going to kick it or nothing like that. Nope. None of that. But I have had a boyfriend that like we kicked it and we hung out all the time and we. But that ain't the work though. But but yeah, it was a school friend. Oh yeah, I got white girls from friends from school that are hella cool. But as soon as we graduated and weren't in the same environment, we weren't friends anymore. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't talk no more. Oh no, my white bitches. Like, that's how my friendships have. They happen to be white. They ain't white bitches. You feel me? So I maybe feel that's you. The difference. Maybe that is the difference. It is absolutely because they be they be on they're about that life. I would say, but I don't know. I would I pick the niggas over white people any day for real. I would love my okay. Let me do this. Let's make it upbeat. What would be your perfect work environment? Ooh, not in, in your field question. or just currently or just somewhere that you would work. I personally was to start off. I would say my perfect work environment would be it. It could be black owned. That would be cool. But I wouldn't want anybody even to know for real. I would just want that to just be like you know shit. Black people got businesses now, so it ain't a big deal that they own. You know, like that's the perfect. That would be the setup for it. I would like to have black people in a hierarchy. It could be if there's more than one or two managers, I'm okay with them being diverse or them being another race. But I would love for the person that disciplines me to be looking like me. That's the only thing I really like about having black managers. Just like, it's cool when somebody tell you doing something wrong. But when white people be telling you doing something wrong, I just be like, I ain't even trying to hear this shit from you. You feel me? Like, you gonna mm-hmm. tell me this shit anyway. So I feel like I'd love my discipline to come from. People of color. It don't even they they ain't gotta be black. They could be of color. They just gotta be of darker color versus of color. Because of color is very vague nowadays. Yeah, it's vague. But that'd be my perfect work environment. Black owned, black management, and then diverse staff, which means white people can work there too, but I want there all to be diverse staff. I feel like that would be the best way to build in any cup or like any company or, or corporation. My probably my best work environment I would say would have to be a range of ages. I don't want to be around some of my age all the time. I can't be around a whole bunch of young people. And I don't want to be around a bunch of old biddies because they be the ones oh, really starting the drama. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Oh, it's the truth. They Period. The Period. What else do I got to do? Right. And and, mm-hmm. and so then that's another thing. Like the type of people who I would want to be around, like I would want to be around like-minded people, like outside of what it is that we do at work or just how we carry ourselves because I cannot stand... That's the one thing that I hate about working for someone is that you can't choose your coworkers. Yeah. Or put in a situation and it's like, this is just. That's why I get in a field that you fuck with. Cause hopefully the same people, you know, like I would, my wife, I would say my advice for that is say you like into something like music. Usually people that listen to the same kind of music get the same kind of job. So they probably would like what you would. I think that's the best suggestion I could say for that about choosing your coworkers. It's getting a field where you know it's like minded people. Like a podcast. You know, you're going to be talking about people. You might do other podcasts. They're going to be into what you're into based off y'all conversations that y'all hold. That can help out with that situation. For sure. But in professional settings, like jobs that you like go to college for, get degrees for, broadcasting degree around people. Okay, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that we have things in common outside of what it is that we are doing at work. Because okay. we could be both doing music, but we like different types of music, and you're living a completely different life. You wake up to some different shit, and I go to sleep to something else. So that's what I'm saying. It's just as far as like how we choose to carry ourselves, and like what how we are gonna go about being coworkers. Like what I don't like is that when when two adults feel like they can't have a conversation, and even if there's discourse. No one else needs to know that we have this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you are telling someone else about this conversation, it's not like you're doing it and trying to get me in trouble or trying to bring harm to, to me in some type of way. I just like when people mind their fucking business. Come to work, do what you gotta do, do your job, and then go the fuck home and don't be thinking about me. Don't come in here thinking about, like, 
every job that I have had, my there is always one or two coworkers that are so fucking vexed on me that their their entire existence is surrounded by me being there. Period. And I can't stand that shit. <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't I can't deal with that shit. I can't allow my I can't do what I want to do freely, which I should be able to do because my direct report doesn't care. So I gotta be focused on what the fuck you're doing because you're constantly clocking my every fucking move. Like mm-hmm. I would just prefer people who do your own thing. I'm gonna do my own thing because I'm never gonna report you to a manager. I'm never gonna call HR because bitch, I don't give a fuck. As long as you're not <laughs> stopping me from doing what I need to do, I don't care what you got going on. So that would be my party work environment. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just doing no their own fucking thing. Don't worry about me. Okay. My ideal working environment is a huge space it's very light and it's beautiful on the inside and it's happy and it's warm and to be truthful there's not really anybody there it's just me working on all of my different wonderful amazing Girl, things that's that a i studio do space <laughs> Okay, well, that is my ideal. That's your lifestyle. You feel me? I mean, that, that is your work, but I mean, like, you know what I mean. Okay, well, I have this to work for other people. My motherfucker. You said ideal, ideal workspace. workspace. I did say that, but I meant with humans, not with yourself. Okay, my ideal workspace with this human beings. Describe the studio is... space by her fucking self. <laughs> I like to work by myself. I That's agree. Why. I would have a ass studio space too. But Mine would be um, that there would. All of the people who I worked with would be team players and would have a very, like, can-do, will-do attitude. Like, I don't like working with people who think that they have to be, like, the head of everything or they have to do everything. But I also don't like to work with people who are slackers. Like, put... I like to work with people who are like, okay, what can I do to help? I'll do what I can and go from there. That doesn't mean you jump in on every project. That doesn't mean that you're the center of everything every time. But it means that like when we can help each other, we can help each other and we can collaborate together. Those are the kind of work environments I like. I don't really care what the race of those people are, the gender of those people or anything, as long as they have that attitude and that they have an attitude of work. Like when I go to work, yeah, I'm going to be friendly with people and I have a, a demeanor that people are naturally drawn to, but I don't need to be friends with you. But like, I would like to work with people that are cool, that are friendly, that are fun to be around. No, no. But bitch, you're about your work. When you come to work, you're doing work. We're here so for work. Don't if I, I, know if you I put my headphones on so I can do work and not talk to your motherfucking ass, you know that I'm working and I don't want to talk to you because I'm working, not taking it personal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's that's my ideal work environment. So that's good. I was gonna say that lead on to if that's something you would picture for yourself, um, that's somewhere that you would be temporarily for a long time. How do you feel about staying at a job for a long time versus going to other jobs versus what could be something different? I don't know. Having multiple jobs at one time, your loyalty towards companies. Are you loyalty to your company? Do you give a fuck about your company? Am I loyalty? Am I loyalty to my company? Yep. Am I loyal? How is your loyalty for your company? I am confusion. <laughs> um, I think that we live in a time where you have to be loyal to yourself. Like we live in America, period, point blank, and it's no room to be loyal to a company because no company is going to be loyal to you ever. As soon as somebody 
who can do your job for cheaper comes along, you're out the door. So you might as well get what you can out of these companies while you can. Get the fuck out before they kill your ass. Oh my. I'm just saying because people literally, I mean, like, jobs will kill you. People get so stressed out from work stress that they have strokes and heart attacks and shit. Fuck that shit. No job is ever going to cost me my sanity or my life. So get what you can. And when you feel like it's time to leave that motherfucking job, you pack up your motherfucking office if you have one. Pack up your locker if you got one of them. Grab your shit and get the fuck out and find your happiness. Period. Do you say that for jobs as job or do you say that for career too? A job and a career are not the same thing. So what's your idea on career? Because you can have a career at a company versus being for yourself because you said go get yourself happier Mm -hmm. so a career is your set of skills or your set job that you do so for a fireman his career is a fireman but he may work at four different firehouses over his time in his life in different cities or whatever that's a career wherever you go whatever you're doing you're working within your career a job is just where you do your career so I think if you if you're a person that jumps careers, that's fine. I have lots and tons of things that I like to do that that I do them all at one time. So at some point I'm gonna jump careers. It's just like changing a major in college to me. You do what makes you happy. If jumping careers after three four years of doing that same thing is not pleasing you anymore, then move on. So I feel the same way because ultimately, if the only thing that we have in this life is this life, then you might as well be happy while you're living that life. And if you're going to be spending the majority of your time at a job or working, then you need to be at least somewhat happy while you're doing it on a regular basis. Yeah, I think my loyalty would come come from what the company company would have to offer me um, versus like staying at a job for a long period of time or jumping around. Um, in my current life, like um, I have hella jobs, so I mean... Some are career paths, some are just jobs. But if a company offered me, I guess my jobs that I have stayed at for so long, like I've been at certain jobs for five, six years, I think it's because of what the company offers me. Mm-hmm. That um, although I am an employee, um, they put money into accounts for you, they buy stocks for you, they enrich you as an employee for them because that company actually gives a fuck about you. Now, they might not give a fuck about you enough to be like, oh, you know, normal nigga shit, but mm-hmm. it's just like extra perks to the job. I feel like when the perks from that company, that would, I guess that determines my loyalty. Because as an artist, if I have like a gallery that wants to offer me, you know, like a 10 year deal. I'm going to do the 10-year deal, especially if I can get a show out of y'all every two two times a year. I can have my pieces always in your gallery. They always sell. I'm getting 70% of my art versus most artists getting 50% of their art. That's a company I would want to be loyal to, so I probably would give them longevity. But if it is just like something I'm trying to get this quick paper from, I don't know if they treat me like shit if I'm going to keep coming back just because I need quick paper. But ultimately, that's just probably my lifestyle that I would choose to be loyal to a company for you don't got no loyalty to none of these companies. <laughs> Jen is so high. And it's it's kind of how it's okay. so long. Like, I'm listening to everything. I'm like, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, though, because here's something that I feel like you probably can touch on. Do you have any crazy coworker stories? Oh, I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high. You, you might have at least one good one. 
You don't have to be too crazy. It's something that maybe that'll make us laugh. All of my work um, setting experiences are extreme as fuck. So I've, I've <laughs> never had, it's, it's not ever anything minuscule. Anytime I'm going through anything in a work setting, it's shit is hitting the fan and I'm calling lawyers to see if I have a lawsuit. Like, if you real like that. Okay. I don't know if I got crazy coworker stories. I got crazy customer stories just because some of my jobs, I work, one of my jobs is in retail, so wild should be happening on types of stuff in the mall. Like, it's fucking retail. But coworkers, the wildest shit I ever worked in, because I used to, uh, these uh, chicks used to work at my job and they always wanted to fight each other. So every time they would work together, they just be throwing jabs through a whole shift and it'd just be hilarious because they don't like each other. So they'd be like, what your boy had a dad say? Like, oh shit, in front of customers, in front of everybody, like, and eventually they just clocked out and ended up fighting after one shift. So that's probably like the craziest co-worker. Did they still keep working together? You no, know, they fired their asses as soon as they started saying, what your boy had his ass say? Y'all gotta get y'all ghetto asses out of here. Like, although that job is kind of in the hood, they ain't that hood. They like, mm-hmm. we still a business. We can't be having y'all in here. Like, yeah. Managers be getting into it and shit, but nigga shit. Nigga it shit. be nigga shit because it be niggas. That's back when I had the nigga in areas. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I don't really have no crazy customer stories. I mean, crazy uh, co-worker stories. My co-workers have been pretty sane. But I also work in my field, so they pretty much like me. Or I would think they were. Because I don't really get to know like that. So, I mean, I'm kind of crazy, but not on the job. I don't know. Like, I've had <laughs> the craziest maybe co-worker thing. Like, I've definitely been, like, harassed and shit like that by, like, a superior that's not even crazy. That's like just completely insane. But like I dated a coworker. What? <laughs> and this motherfucker would like start fights and arguments with me at home and then come to school and not speak to me. But it was a small it was a very small environment. So we would like be like one of like 13 staff members. So like, we have to work together. So I'll see him in the building. I'll be like, good morning, such and such and such. He don't speak to me. And I'll say it again. He don't speak. And then he'll come in my office and ask me a thousand questions or something. Criticize my work and then walk out. Be rude as fuck. And then like two days later, like make up with me and be like, oh, good morning. How are you? It's so nice to see you. That is just a crazy motherfucking story. But he was a co-worker too, so it still count. That's weird. But I think that he's sane now, so praise the Lord for that. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that um, we, I don't know how about y'all, but I feel so much lighter just being able to get the woes of the workplace off my chest. Because y'all ain't been to work in weeks. <laughs> Catch her next week, I'm y'all. I'm on See how she felt about her week. Let me tell you something. Work. Why people on sabbatical, bitch? I'm on sabbatical, okay? You ain't got to be right to get no sabbatical, bitch. <laughs> so, all I'm going to say is... It's the end. M, Lauren. Yeah, with two N's. Double up. Week. And... <laughs> Here they go. London rain in the building. <laughs> We're clearly out of the building if it's over with. We out this bitch. <laughs> I'm so high. I'm so <laughs> Super good friends.